not to go back to food but like but to go back to food the best part of being a fable is that we love life we love food we love each other I, I, you guys amazing. can't see because I don't do video anymore, but our hands, our hands they're that, going little emo- <laughs> that little emoji that's like the Italian hand, Alessandra literally just did that three times. I feel fancy. She goes, I feel fancy. And of course I stopped recording because I stopped recording at all the best parts. <laughs> I think this sounded good. Yeah, I, I don't mind my voice. I hate my laugh. I, I hate my laugh. Someone comp- like, like a subscriber complimented my laugh. And I was like, really? Because I hate it. Like in the ramen vlog. It doesn't sound like I'm actually laughing. I'm just, just, I'm like breathing heavy. Like (laughs) mine isn't. (laughs) No, your laugh is like an actual laugh. (laughs) No, I just go like. (laughs) That sounds more. (laughs) Because that's a real laugh. It's a pet. It's a (laughs) pet. Yeah. I'll be like. (laughs) Just laughing for the guest. Anyways. um, Can it hear me swallow? Probably. Wow. Wow. Welcome back to All Over the Place. I'm your host, Lane Fable, and I'm thinking about switching up the intro, but every time I start, that's what I say, and that's just what we go with, so. I think that's good. What else would you do? I don't know, so. Like a little catchy little jingle? You gonna sing it? I am. No, I'm having someone redo, like, the jingle and the artwork. Oh, that's Which cool. I'm so excited. It's gonna be, like, a little rebranding, so that's coming up soon. But today, we just got back from brunch, and... I have one of my best friends. I could say, definitely not by accident, because I feel like it's a flex to be so close with your cousins, but my cousin, Alessandra Fable, on the podcast today. Hello. <laughs> this is her first is podcast. First, yeah. Um, I mean, you've seen her on the vlogs if you've checked out the channel, but this is, I wanted to get her while she was- a long was, time coming. We've been talking yes. about doing this for years. I mean, since I started the podcast yeah. back in 2020, which I literally don't believe that's when I started it. Wow, really? I took a, a long hiatus at some point, but yeah, 2020, that's when I started. I know, every time I come, we're like, oh, you're going to do it. And, I just and then we just end up eating and drinking too much and we pass out. <sighs> that's okay. That's how we like it. Yeah, that's how it's good. So- Normally I would have like a little intro, but we just got back from brunch and finished two bottles of Prosecco, then went to a little coffee shop, had dessert. So before we like really slip into our food coma, I figured we'd sit down and finally record the episode. I could start just popping more Prosecco if you want to, so. No, that's okay. My pants are already unbuttoned. I can't do another one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, it's funny because like you said that reminds me of the ramen vlog because i literally at the end was like guys my pants were oh, yeah, unbuttoned for this oh they were never buttoned i just kept my coat on so you could no one could see well then mine were unbuttoned too <laughs> because you can't sit and eat a bunch of food in leather pants no. but i it's so funny because we have so much in common like we are yeah, so we similar but we're also so different yeah and i just think it's one of the best our personalities are very similar and how we interact with people i think are really similar yeah and then how we live our lives is very different different. yeah but we also have the same love of food not like not like values and those things just like our day-to-days yeah not be more opposite yes and no though because we still we're so into food food runs a good part of our life exercise and fitness runs a good part of our life when i'm not in school i aspire to live like lane when I'm (laughs) like let's just travel walk dogs and eat and take pictures you can walk dogs yeah i'll stay at home and watch okay some and this is where when i say we're a lot alike this is the one thing i'm like i love you so much so much like one of my favorite people in the world i can't comprehend that she one does not care about animals really like you'll never have a pet of your own 
No, I feel I feel like I'm gonna have to have a dog one day. Like why? Stefan's gonna want a dog. Okay, well, but that's what I'm saying. Like uh, left to your own devices, you will no, never I have a pet. No, I would never fully purchase an animal. And no. two, <laughs> she does not listen to music every second of every day. And if you take away my Spotify account, I you like cut my lifeline. Like I'm like I don't know what to do with myself. No, I'm just like watching TV in my free time. Yeah, like like even at so the gym I'll, when I run out of songs, I'm like, oh, I'll just put on an episode of the show I'm currently watching in the background. Insanity, a little bit insanity to me but like that's just to me because i know but i think most people would not i have like a shower playlist i have a workout playlist i have a running playlist i have i'd rather talk to someone on the phone at the gym than listen to music wild those are the two things that really stick out to me that i'm like i can't comprehend well i don't listen to music like working out in undergrad it was talking to people at practice because you're on a team like you would running next to the person like "Eh, let's we got this like let's get to the line (laughs) No, that's like, true. It wasn't with music. Actually, no. When I used to play soccer in high school, I used to sneak headphones in under my shirt really? and listen as we ran. Yeah. Because I was that's like, funny. I just need music. We were allowed to bring music if we wanted to for like all the distance tests. No but, way. Yeah. Like, coach like, you can bring like an, an iPod if you want like to like run your mile time. But like you don't bring anything for the sprint tests. Yeah. Because you can't. Anyways, see the tangents. Yeah. We're <laughs> post brunch, you know? I normally have like a little intro. So it would, for you, if I had to really do this off the bat, she is a former collegiate lacrosse player in law school to become a lawyer and my cousin slash best friend, Alessandra Fable. How'd I do? That sounds pretty good. That's me in a nutshell. There you go. It's the thing I've been saying since I was six years old. So that's so funny because I wrote a little tipsy notes out here and I was like, I wanted to touch on how we're like cousins turned BFF, grown up Italian slash as a fable. But one of my points on my notes was you've known what you wanted to be since you were age seven. Yeah. Apparently six. I mean, I feel like I've talked about it probably since seven, since Giancarlo was born. Like my first experience going to a courthouse and then through his adoption. And then I was like, that's it. This is what I'm going to do. So that kind of touches on a few things I wanted to talk about. Um, I really want to have your mom on to tell that full story, but adoption is a huge part of your life. And knowing that that is what prompted you to also want Mm. to become a lawyer, what is it like to know and be so sure and driven at that young age that your life plan is kind of set for you? I think it was a really weird experience actually accomplishing that plan. It's all I've ever wanted to do. I worked what is it, 12, 14 years of education to make that happen. And then it happens and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, this is all I've ever wanted to do. I never thought about doing anything else. And like right before starting law school, so like back in August, I was like, I never considered anything ever before. Like, did I not make the right choice? And then like the first week of class and I was like, yeah, you're fine. This is it. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. So that doubt did creep in like a tiny bit. Oh, definitely. Over the, like the last summer, I think also with COVID, and just like missing so many experiences through like the last two years of college and just not getting to have like the time to go somewhere, do something or do anything other than school. I think that's honestly what was so scary. Yeah, because you also didn't get to go do that like spring break travel. No, like I never got to like do that like big trip after graduation Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So I think like not doing anything other than school was really scary. And I had a lot of friends like do a gap year and I was like, should I have done that? And I'm like, no, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to go to school so I can do this. Like, I would not be happy working for a year knowing I was going to do that. And then after the first week of class, I was like, this is fun. Like, I really enjoy class. Like, I think doing that, I was like, this is good. Like, I got this. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely had a little doubt last year, but I don't know what else I would want to do with my life. Like, I would still have no idea. 
I love it because yeah, the dichotomy between us of like, I literally still am like, I don't know. I could switch up next year and do something completely different. Like, I don't know, but you have known. I remember since you were a teeny. Yeah. So our age difference is five years. Yeah. Four and a half, right? Yeah. Four and a half, five. Yeah. It's okay. So everyone thinks Shane's like younger than me. Like yeah, non- because you're so... We're like five weeks apart. And Nanda's like, no, no, you're a different age. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, we're Well, I think age. it's it's also because of your brothers and everything. And like, well, yeah. you definitely have matured. Well, I mean, I'm the oldest and he's the baby. Yeah. So it's definitely seen a little different light. But. Oh, forget it. If you're a baby <laughs> in a family, especially if you're a boy and you're the youngest. I don't want to hear it. You're the favorite. We all know. Except if you're Giancarlo. He's the favorite in our house. Okay, well fine just none of my logic (laughs) makes sense okay lawyer put me in my place i just remember from you being such a young age and you have had such a clear cut yeah there was no like i remember when you were younger you would literally tell your parents you're like i'm going to be a lawyer how old are you second or third yeah second or third carlo was born i'm pretty sure it's like when everything really i was like this is what i have to do i think it was because also i didn't know anyone personally who had this career no one in our family is an attorney other than like Marisa and like that's definitely a little removed Mm -hmm. so I was like well I need to figure out how to get this done at the age of eight years old I was like okay what do I need to start doing so I feel like I just had to start like working on it from that age I think that's also what was crazy is like I've been building towards this like probably since like middle school like actively like absolutely classes and like doing internships and volunteering at certain things I knew were gonna look good in a resume like what 10 year old thinks about their resume no one that's why i feel like you're so interesting because there are people out there that are like that but you were so decisive and you stuck to it which is what i find so impressive because so many people i mean maybe this is me projecting but like i will flip flop around or i'll like be like yeah i want to switch it up you know i'm like like, even most of my friends in school not most of my friends but a lot of my friends in law school it was like oh like they made up their mind like during covid i'm gonna apply and I'm like, how the heck? Like, what? I Why? Like, yeah. why during COVID? But like, you had time. Like, law school is really different than med school. There's no prerequisites. You take an LSAT, and some schools don't even need an LSAT anymore. And you can apply. So like, yeah. you can, on a whim, decide. And I was really amazed by how many people were like, yeah, I applied because I liked school. And, and I, I was decided. like, this is nuts. Wow. Yeah. So what is that like when you see people who are like, yeah, I just do you have any feelings on that? I mean, I think it's a little infuriating a little bit because I'm like, what? Like, because you are so driven. Well, it's not even that because I think they're very driven, accomplished people. It's nothing to, to like discredit them. I'm just like, this is such a big decision that I'm also kind of amazed that I'm like, you decided to like come to law school and take on this debt like during COVID. I could never. Yeah, that's like, that's pretty. Yeah, that's a serious move. So it's like I'm kind of like in awe, and then like a little upset, and I'm like, get out of here. Like this, <laughs> this is for me. But you're like, I've been working towards this since I was six. Yeah, and I'm like, leave me alone. But no, um, and that was very interesting because I really like out of all the professional careers you can pick, it's one you can randomly choose, and I think that's super odd. It's interesting. It wasn't something I randomly chose. Yeah, and maybe because I always kind of looked at it through the lens. I mean, I know a few people who have become attorneys, but like you said, not many people in our family. No. Not many people that I know. But <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those things that it is interesting that you can just kind of yeah. like switch. No other professional school. I mean, maybe business school, but you still need somewhat of a business Pre-rec, economic yeah. degree. You could major in anything and, and become go to law a lawyer. school. And they're like, That's great, you're diverse. And I'm like, What? Like, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Shouldn't you have a poli sci? I mean, there's, I think, like, I think anything, I think there needs to be some kind of writing focused 
yeah. requis- prerequisite because it's like I have friends who were like biology majors who are in law school and like the reading and writing for them is something that's really new. And I'm like, I can't imagine. I mean, I mean, there's types of lawyering that you have to have that degree to do it. Mm-hmm. So I get why you can't have like a strict following or a strict like timeline or guideline. But I'm like, I would never want to go from using like that side of my brain to this to side of my it, brain. Yeah. yeah. No, that is very interesting. So do you, do you have an idea of what kind of lawyer you want to be or you're still deciding that? No, I think I know what I want to do. I mean, again, like I said earlier, my first experience was with adoption, so family law. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to help families like become like my own. And I interned at a amazing firm in Orlando that did that. And I was like, yeah, there's no chance I'm doing this. Like this hits really? too close to home. Also, it's just like, it's not the nine to five. Like when a baby is born, you got to be, you got to get it. Like you can't leave it there. Or it's like, all right, I guess you go to foster care and hopefully we can get you the next day. Like it's not. Yeah, there is no, it's time sensitive for sure. Yeah. And I definitely did not want to do that. And I don't know, it's a, it's a lot of time and energy and like selfishly, it's a lot of time and energy for not as much money. And it's the mental capacity because you said like it hits so close to home yeah, that definitely. it resonates with you in a way that yes, it would help you do your job like with your whole heart, but um, in the same vein, it's going to hurt if it doesn't right. come out the way that it has to. Right, and I know, like I'm really certain on what I want to do for pro bono work because every attorney has to do some kind of pro bono work. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the state how many hours, but I definitely want to work with children and families with that, um, and work within the foster care system. And I'm pretty set on that. I don't think that's ever going to change, but I've definitely thought of different things throughout what I want to do, like long term career. Yeah. Um, and I think litigation is probably the best for me. I don't think building contracts my whole life would be the most exciting. I think I definitely would like to litigate, even if that just means mediation. Um, but no, think, you need to fight. Let's no, be, ri- but, come. I mean, I don't think I'm not going to be a criminal litigator. Like I don't want to do that yeah. either, but I think I want to get into intellectual property. Yeah. Something and, where you're truly fighting for what you believe, because I just you're one of people build their companies and build their brands and I think that's how you can do that with intellectual property and I think that's the one part of like growing up with my dad's but just my mom essentially your mom yeah <laughs> like seeing what they do and seeing how like the law works with that so I want to work with companies like that and hopefully one day work with brands and within sporting and do branding disputes and contracts with contracts with like athletes with companies I think that would be really cool but long-term, long-term, I think I want to be a professor at the end of the day. I think I want to work and do my work for like 15 years and then find my way back into academia. Yeah, that's interesting because you have always been, I would say, I mean, there's a lot wrong with our school system and our educational system, but mm-hmm. you have excelled in every single sense of school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like school is, I think, predominantly catered to women most of the time. And I do think that you you've always enjoyed it i love school which is another incredible thing like not everybody enjoys it no my brothers hate school yeah yeah i mean i know how difficult it is for them and that's a whole other story Mm -hmm. um but even my experience going through so many different levels of school and seeing all the different professors i've encountered in my life and seeing what works and what doesn't like i know i want to do that at some point and you can be that person that has an effect on a student's life right and i also think it like it allows you to be a person the way an attorney doesn't always allow you to have that personhood honestly yeah so you i just think, need to be like a word yeah. a, like a voice for the law yeah so i think eventually like family kids once like that's happening that part of my life is happening i really like to go 
back to school but be a professor see i love it it's just like you literally have this planned out and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing next week but it's really interesting because like when firms ask you like what's your like lifetime plan mm-hmm. like when you're interviewing i could never say you can't say that because no, they'd be like they'd we be don't like, want you no of course not because they want you to work there for your whole entire life well damn maybe i shouldn't use your full name on this no, huh it's okay <laughs> no i'm kidding i mean it's very it's like very realistic and i think i'm once again just always impressed by how set and prepared you are for things and you're like this is where I see it going this is how it's going to pan out and sure you have options and you're you can be lenient where you need to be but at the end of the day you're like this is my goal and I'm going to reach it Mm -hmm. and it's very admirable as someone who is just tossed up in the air most of the time I mean I wouldn't be surprised if my plans change though I think that's life I've planned everything out like to like the dot to the crossed tea and it's never gone that way yeah but like you prepare for the good shit so you can handle all the bullshit exactly so hopefully that's how my life will turn out but if it doesn't then it'll be fine i'll figure it out either way of course and you always do at least i'll have this degree yeah it's just once i have the degree i'll be fine well it's funny because my mom will always be like we need an attorney in the family like i can't wait for really surprising that we like we really don't i'm shocked i thought quinn was going to always ask us that like in interviews at firms or just for college really yeah like a big question is like oh do you have any family members who are attorneys because it's a very much like a familiar yeah normally it's like profession. someone yeah somebody it's like your dad or your mom and it keeps going or your grandparents and i'm always like absolutely not like i have no connection to it and they're like okay cool yeah um but yeah that's interesting it's a really common question i didn't know they ask that mm-hmm. huh because i think they want to know like why do you want to do this because i think a lot of again because i think it is relatively easier than other like quote professions mm-hmm. to get into that they want to know like you actually want to be a lawyer like that you're driven and you'll follow through with it not because they're tons wasting of, their time there's on tons someone of people that have law degrees that aren't lawyers and i think it's because getting into law school it's difficult but it's you don't have to check off as many boxes for than like medical school that's so interesting see i didn't know that yeah. <laughs> thanks for teaching us yeah not just grading law school it is not easy to get in but I, th- I think other professions are much harder to get into i would say it's at least a profession that you can decide to go into once your brain's fully developed like if you want to be yes. in medical school you need to decide that by the time you're 18 no you and truly if do, you yeah. don't have uh, like to be on the track in the no, fastest you have to. way you have you need to have to be, all those yeah. classes and prerequisites done prior to 18 even because you have to start looking at schools that offer medical programs that's I mean, a lot. every type of undergrad will have like a pre-med track. Yeah. Um, there is no pre-law track. Some schools do have it, but like, like most but, schools yeah. don't. People take a gap year or two or three for med school, but th- they've already had all the classes done. Mm-hmm. Where some people, like there's people in my class, there's a couple people who are in their 30s. There's one guy who's in his 40s getting his law degree because he can. Yeah, it's like I want to switch and do this right. now. And you really can't do that with other professions. So that is an aspect of law school that is really interesting where you can have two careers in your life. And not that many people can really do that. Yeah. That's interesting. See, I like that. I I think I like the potential that it's always like if you want to switch something, if you want to, you know, go back and do what you've always wanted to do and maybe you hadn't before, you can. Right. Which No, I agree. If you're ever doubting going to professional school, going to law school, I wouldn't go. Like if you right have a away. doubt, don't go. But like you can know in the back of your mind you can later on. Like I think it's that's an something that really is interesting. Yeah, I like that. So we jumped to, that was kind of going to be one of the like later questions, but I I like that we spoke about that first. We teased a little bit about Alessandra's family and I really want to have your mom on to tell that story because it is such a unique story, but just to give another little teaser, what was it like being, 
I was seven. seven when Johnny was born. I was 12, about to turn. No, I was 10 when Eli was born, 12, about to turn 13 when Tony was born. So explain why it's such an interesting situation. I mean, my brothers are the best part of my life. And like a big part of them is why I think I love school so much and why I continue to go to school. Because mm-hmm. it's not the same. They don't have this love of school that I can. A lot of that is because the way they can't. I mean, they all have their own like learning issues. Um, the but, three of them were adopted. Mm-hmm. And they're all related. They're 100% siblings. Uh, it is the coolest story. Um, it is not fully my story to tell again. Like if my mom wants to share that, she definitely probably would. I mean, at this point, um, but it was, I remember my brothers were everyone's favorite people, like bringing them to games, bringing them to school. Like, I mean, they're the greatest. They're the best little kids. I mean, not so little anymore to Carlsberg than I am now, but they're always going to be the little brothers. Um, sorry, T I'm always going to call you baby Tony. He's my godson. So I'm like, you're always just going to be like this little bundle. He is, like- he's, he's such a baby. <laughs> he's 10, but he is such a baby. Um, and he, he for sure always will be, but I mean, yeah, I took care of them cause they, I was so much older than, yeah. I'm so much, I still am so much older than they are, but I, it was a really a big difference when I was little. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just working with them. I also, they're the reason why I really want to be a professor one day. I mean, I helped them help tutor them. I still do. Dr. Carl calls me like every once in a while when he needs Math it. homework. I remember. Yeah. yeah. We did a religion slash like science report a couple weeks ago. That was interesting. <laughs> um, no. And just working with them and seeing like how important education is, mm-hmm. I think is a big reason why I want to continue that in my life at some point. I like that. Um, yeah. I mean, they're the great, like they're the greatest. And I, and I do think anytime you have someone in education that is coming from a place like that where they're like something has touched my life so I yeah. want to be that for other people that's when those are the people that make a huge difference in other people right. in students lives and everyone's life I mean in law school you don't encounter too many people that learn the way they do or have to learn the way they do I also think for so long we have taught one kind of way mm-hmm. and it clearly does not work for every type of person it's not a no, one size fits no all. no matter who you are or if you have no intellectual disability one way of learning is never the answer. So mm-hmm. that is something I would like to see progressing in our academic system, which it's like slowly getting there. But I'm at professors who are great professors, but they've been teaching the same way since the 80s. And, and stuck in their ways. nothing will ever change. I'm just like, this... That's not right. Yeah. So. Like you're not, ben- you're only benefiting a percentage of the class. And at what point are you teaching? I don't even think they're, be- they're benefiting any percentage of the class. We're all sitting there, especially, well... Because everything is like semi-Zoom now. I can't imagine. I mean, I got out of school before any of this all started. I I cannot fathom having... It was hard enough paying attention when we were all in person, too. I mean, undergrad was fine. I think law school is a whole other beast. Like, going on Zoom is horrible. Um, And at Wake, we are in person. But, like, we had this huge fire, this huge explosion that made us go on Zoom. Oh, my God. Tell us about that. Because that's... (laughs) That sounds fake. Like it on. I don't. I honestly. You called me and told me, and I was like, "I'm sorry. What did you just say?" I honestly don't have all the correct details, probably because it just kept spiraling into, like, what was happening. But there is a fertilizer plant, and something caught on fire. And for days, they were kind of waiting to see if it was going to explode. If it was going to explode, it was going to be like the biggest, some kind of nitrate, I think, explosion, like in the U.S., like a very dangerous. Yeah, it would have been horrendous. So, like, they had a lot of this city kind of evacuate so my friends and I left and went to like a lake house for the week which was great um 
so yeah we were on zoom and then people didn't feel comfortable coming back because like the air was gross it smelled weird it like tasted weird so like and then it snowed like the week before and the week after and north carolina does not know how to handle snow which was really funny coming from poughkeepsie where like we play lacrosse in in the the middle of snow banks they're like get out here you're fine no yeah to like a centimeter of snow on the like driving that night started snowing my friends and i went out and i'm like oh i'll drive like i got it it's no big deal cars are just like veering off the side of the road falling into ditches and i'm like this is insane because they're driving like at a walking pace yeah. thinking they're going to be safe not knowing that their tires are just slipping cars like we're flying everywhere and i'm like this is bizarre so because of coming from a florida girl who actually knows how to drive and so that's funny well you have to learn like if i ever wanted to leave campus i had to know how yeah. to drive so alessandra was born in florida but then went to upstate new york basically for college mm-hmm. so you got a quick lesson in snow yeah but i mean so explosion the snow we've had a lot more zoom classes than i'd like um yeah so when professors have been teaching the same way for 40 years on a zoom class doesn't work no that's the bottom of the story yeah well i mean that's that's a whole other game i'm ready i think life is coming back a bit i think so too i mean also like we get we have the fallback of zoom now which it's nice like the friday before break Mm -hmm. like we're just gonna go on zoom like that's nice yeah like take the class wherever you are like why not i don't want zoom like randomly it's really nice like the day before break or like one professor like when she knows we have a huge midterm another class that class before will be on zoom and that's really great because like she knows no one's fully checked in but i'd really like to stop having zoom classes even if it means having to actually be present that is okay yeah i remember like when i when you watch movies or tv tv shows people going to law school there's like oh my study group my study group and i went through the whole first semester without like having one like i had like three friends that like we did like homework together but then whenever we were together we couldn't do homework yeah because like you talk it, yeah so like i want to know if there's other law students out there do you have a study group like a legit like a legit study, study group, group like you meet at the library and you do work and you split up the outline because i also don't trust anybody else with my outline so i want to know if that's a real thing because in my experience it's not been going well like i love hanging out with my friends like it's been a great like distraction you mean it's not just like legally blonde i don't i guess not but i don't know <laughs> did that, that movie have any of course it did <laughs> i was like this is the coolest chick in the whole world let's go no minus minus the dog M- minus the dog minus <laughs> bruiser but no i've probably watched that movie like i did a report on legally blonde my senior year of college i love it in a judicial <laughs> studies class we had to write some kind of essay about either a movie or a TV show that used a courtroom scene. And I used Legally Blonde, because why not? But yeah. I'm sure they've never heard that before. Yeah, probably no. not. Very original, but of course no, it did. We, I know we can talk about this, and I'd love to have you on once you are a practicing attorney. Yes, that would be very interesting. And we can talk about all of that. But I kind of want to get back to just our relationship yeah. being a fable. If, mm-hmm. if I didn't, we didn't say this. So our fathers are brothers. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that the fable genes are so strong. Yeah, but I think it's the Cornella genes. I agree, it's the Cornella genes. But I also don't think I look like Nona, but she's the reason why we look alike. You look like Nona. You think? I mean, I think you look like you're, like you look like, I lo- I mean, but it's not like you look like Nona. You look like no, Nona. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Because everyone's like, oh, it's the fable. But then when you bring Shannon into this. Okay, you're right. It's the Cornella. It's the Cornella. I just say fable because I guess that's the easiest. Right, no. Because, yeah, I mean, we're fables, but it has to be Cornella. 100% it's the Cornella genes because us and and our, I guess, second cousin, that would be. 
we went something like so that. So if you saw the most recent vlog on the channel, it's us going to Tonchin, a ramen place with my dad. We look like sisters. Yeah. We go out and people, was I with you? No, it was the other night when I went out with Shannon to dinner. Someone's like, oh, that's your sister. Like, you two sisters? And I'm like, oh, no, we're actually like second cousins. But yeah. you and I are first cousins. Right. And our, down to our mannerisms, all of that comes from our dads, for sure. Yeah. Certain mannerisms we have. What was it like for you growing up Italian and as a fable? Also, your father moved to Florida. So mm -hmm. while we are cousins and most of our families based out of New York, you guys, we call the Florida fables. Yeah. And so what was it like? I mean, we're the only ones that are not here. Yeah. Like everyone That's why else you're, you're lives the quote in, Florida fables. Yeah, everyone else lives in New York, New Jersey. But I mean, I also grew up immensely Italian. Oh, yeah. Um, there is like barely any other part of me that is not Italian, which that's also an interesting story, breaking my brothers into it because they're not biologically Italian. Yeah. But they're the most Italian little boys in this whole world. Oh, yeah. Like my brother's name is little Tony. Eli like, come on. and Giancarlo. Come on. Not even their names, but the, like the way they eat, the way they talk. Their um, mannerisms. They're little old men. Um, but yeah, and then my other grandmother immigrated here in the 50s 60s i should know that better um but she's Story from my life yeah she's from southern italy and i grew up with her i mean now she lives with us and my other grandfather he lived with us too before he passed but i think we've been living together for three years now and there's nothing more italian than that than a three-generation household I absolutely mean, not let's talk absolutely about not. it when people are like oh my gosh you have eight people in your house I'm like, yeah, I live with my grandparents. They're like, excuse me? It's I'm like, like yes. We're, that's we, that's Yes, we are an immigrant family. That is exactly what that is. It happens a lot. But even before they lived with us, they lived two miles down the road. So like, I spent my entire life oh, yeah. with that grandmother. And then like, I saw Nonna like, on holidays. I mean, growing up Italian was my favorite thing in the whole world. And I, it's really funny because I remember growing up being like, all I want to do is marry an Italian man. Yep. And that's all I wanted. I was like, I have to keep this going. Like, I just loved such it so much. Traditions. Well, yeah. And it's really funny because my mom, like the story she would tell me, she was like, I never wanted to marry an Italian guy. My father is the most Italian the looking, <laughs> like mafia mob man. Like, like the stereotypical Italian dude is my father. Yeah. So she got the opposite of what she wanted. And then I guess I kind of got the opposite of what I wanted too. But yeah, like we said, life, your plans never really go no, as planned. No, they never actually, yeah, they don't go as planned. It's just, it's nice to have an idea of what you want, but don't be I think like, you have to, to it. No, you have to be, I mean, this is something I definitely struggle with, is when things don't happen perfectly, mm -hmm. is when I shut down. And not even shut down, I'm just like, if I can't understand why this isn't going right. Yeah, you want I'm the like, logic. Right, and I can't. You like, attorney. Even like this, like I'm currently searching for jobs in Chicago, if anyone has any connections. <laughs> dm lane um and like that process i'm just like i'm so close and i feel like with everything especially with covid in the yeah. past three years like getting so close it's to just exact, gotten tossed right. up in the air um but yeah so life never goes as plans but that's okay but back to being italian i mean the food i think like that's like the center of it is the food i was with and the time spent making the food oh my, eating and, the food and you don't even realize it like i don't know if i just cook slowly or if i just enjoy it or if you're just italian yeah i don't know <laughs> like what's the answer because like i'll be making like dinner for the week because i just meal prep everything because i have no time mm -hmm. that's the one thing about law school you have no time you have to make time to, for other things it won't just happen 
So like if you, I'm lucky when you call me because I'm like, holy shit. I know. Before before I started school, I think I called Lane like every other day, if not every day. For like six months. Yeah. We were, it was an hour phone call a day minimum. And now it's like, oh, I'll call you in six weeks. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, by I'll the way, I'm soon. coming to see you. And that's the probably the last time you'll hear from me till the summer. That's when we'll catch up. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's being Italian, being like, I can't cook fast or if it's just like the time of the day that like, I get towards myself or to myself, I should say. Um, but the food, I think that is the, like, and that's such a stereotype, but it is the best and it is very accurate. Um, if it wasn't for food, I don't know who I would be. Um, my other aunt who is more so Italian than I am, she was like, you really work out to eat. And while that can come across like a little jaded or probably a little unhealthy, but I'm like, yes, well, it's the best part of my day. Like, it's not to like, so this is what I always say. Right. Do you eat? There are two types of people in the world. There are those who eat to live and there are those who who live live to eat. eat. I live to eat. We live to eat in this family. And like we're sitting at a meal talking about the next meal. (laughs) I think my mom hates me solely because I won't shut up about what's the next meal. Same. And she's like, can you stop? Like, she's like, we just finished breakfast. I'm like, yeah, but I want to know what's for dinner so I can plan out my lunch. There you go. Like, that's what I need to do. And that's what I must know. And that's on growing up Italian. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, other nationalities are like that too, but absolutely, I don't. Not to this extent. There's an extent because there absolutely are crossovers between different nationalities and cultures. There is something the stereotypical Italian with the hand gestures, the loud voices, yeah. the three generation household, which is actually that is a crossover in, amongst many yeah. cultures. People know that as like an Italian stereotype, right. yeah. and. We both have yeah. very living, breathing Italian stereotype families. No, you can't read my name off a piece of paper and not like, oh, you're Italian. Okay. I mean, my our last name's not that. No, my fa- first name. Yeah. It doesn't get more Italian than that. Yeah, true. I'll just read off the names of my siblings in order. We're like, okay. You're like, there you there go. There Well, so your father's name is Tony, so <laughs> there you go. The story about what I said earlier about my mom, she was like, I will never marry a man named Tony. Like verbatim, <gasps> that is what she, she said. said that? Yeah. Well, because, she manifested that shit because it is the epitome of an, an Italian, Italian boy. like boy. Um, yeah. What's but. your dad's mom name? John. Oh, what? Oh, because that's what John. no. Well, yeah. no, that's what Nono's middle name is. Is John. Hmm. Okay, Nova. Yeah, isn't that funny? Well, they, that's also how my brothers are. Because, I mean, our grandfather is Anthony John. His brother's first name was John, mm-hmm. and then my oldest of my siblings his name is Giancarlo Anthony thinking we were only gonna have the one because no one plans to adopt three children every two and a half years that are all related that's right. I really want to tell you guys that story but we're waiting for Aunt Jenna yeah definitely and then we got another so we're like oh we'll, we'll think of some other names maybe make it a little Greek have a little fun with it yeah and that's Elias and then Tony we're like well we, we <laughs> ran out of names so his name is Anthony John just to keep it in order because he's the fourth so I have Giancarlo Anthony and Anthony John. So like, that's how it goes. Well, Giancarlo Eli and Anthony John. Right. But I mean, like their names yeah. are flipped. And then there's five names to choose from, I guess. That's it. That's, that's it. But that's so Italian <laughs> too. Like, it. I'm shocked there's not like a something Michael in there. Or I have like Uncle a, Mario. I have a couple of there those. There you go. Yeah, we do. Have <laughs> <laughs> like, that was one of the five that you could choose. Yeah. We just had there's a few. Some, we had a few too many. So we let that one slide for a generation. The b- males names. Like there's a good amount of like female variety yeah. except for my like three aunts named angela but the boys like it's so all what you're saying, saying so is... maybe they're really not maybe i take <laughs> back really what I not. Said. 
Um, so what does it mean to you to be a fable? It means just having the coolest grandma in the whole world. Um, Nona, we don't say grandma. No, but uh, yeah, but I mean, yes. That's really interesting that you said that though. When I, well, when I, well, I, I mean, you call I guess, both of your Nonas Nona, so. No, I call my Nona who like truly is a Nona from Italy, granny. Yeah. Um, Which is hilarious to me. I mean, I don't get to, I wasn't, I'm not the oldest grandkid on that side, so, so I couldn't pick. pick. Um, I always call her grandma because, I mean, yes, there's Italians everywhere, but it's not like it is up here. We're not everyone in Florida knows what a nonna is. So I have to say she's my grandma. Oh, that was my favorite. I, I don't know why, because growing up in like Jersey and New York, everyone knows of course, nonna. Of course, yeah. Because there's such a heavy Italian population here. But right. like when I was in college, I'd be like, oh, like my nonna or something. And they're like, you're yeah, what? People don't know. So I just I'm like, like, oh, <laughs> I say like, she's my grandma, like my nonna. Um, I don't know. But being a fable, like it's so not to go back to food but like but to go back to food the best part of being a fable is that we love life we love food we love each other for the most part um and no we all love each other for the most part for the most part (laughs) um no but like you can't not be happy when we're together Mm -hmm. and i think that some that is something that is not rare but is just so prominent in the fable family is that when we all are together it's a it is the best time. time i have been waiting so long since like the last big family function for the 100th anniversary of the bakery i cannot wait so for that's this to actually happen. another thing to talk about so well we have a greek bakery in our family for almost 100 years mm-hmm. we're not greek by blood clearly you've heard us gush about how italian we are yes um through adoption mm-hmm. which is actually really interesting right. there's a lot of adoption in our family right. like more so than you would guess with right because the so way rare. we talk about our lineage right. yeah because our nona was adopted by a greek man but biologically when he when yeah. his mom married like this greek man his mom remarried mm-hmm. so i think that's something that we were talking about trying to make like a big event for and it's coming up so no, fast no it's next year so that, it's 2023 yeah i cannot wait uh, yeah but for what like we need to plan we're something having a, yeah it's gonna be a party well where i don't know that's what i'm saying but like we do have a party planner in our family i'm hoping yeah we'll have a big event we should start that now we should yeah i've been not only have i been waiting for this but stefan has been waiting for this event <laughs> everyone i mean it's a it's a massive deal oh i'm so excited i it's gonna you be guys amazing. can't see because i don't do video anymore but our hands our hands they're that going little off. Emo- <laughs> the little emoji that's like the italian hand alessandra literally just did that three times i think that's what makes me sad about being Italian is that the emotion is true. Oh, it's so that's like one of my favorite emojis because I'm just like, mm, it just like why do it I have mean to something do it, to though? me? But yeah, so the parties, fables throw parties. We throw. I have parties. never like no judgment to any other friends that I have, but no other family throws a party the way we do. If you would like some visuals to go along with it, yes. Type in what is it? It was it was our Nona's eighty. I mean, you Was can just eight? go on your channel and like type every in, like type three months, Lily you'll Fable. find something. That's true. I think, oh yeah, if you look up any like, but it's, the title is Nona's Surprise 8th Birthday Party, mm-hmm. Sunny and 80. Just type in Lily Fable and Lane Fable and it'll pop up. That party, I'll never ever forget. No, it was the greatest thing of my life. But back to a time where I wasn't vlogging when we took the, what was that? Four generations of family. We all went to Tuscany together. Was it four? For two weeks or was it three? Three. 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 You're three. right. Technically three, I think. Yeah, we were yeah. all. 
So we were supposed to do that this summer. I don't know if that's still happening. I mean, it was always something we were supposed to do like right around COVID and like everything else that doesn't happen. But I mean, that trip was incredible. So that was an incredible trip. And I obviously wasn't vlogging back then. I think I was like 13 and you were. No, I was 12. You were 12? You were in high school. I think. So I was 14. Maybe I was 11. Maybe it was. Eli was born. So I had to have been 12 because he was like six months, eight months old. There's no way I was. Oh, you're right. I was turning 16 because I was looking for my sweet 16 right. dress. And, and I was looking for a dress Fidenze. to wear to your sweet 16. Yep, there you go. Like, like the, the Italian little princess I am. We went around Firenze looking for a sweet 16 dress. I never found it. But I wore it. I found a dress prom. to wear to your party and I didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, that <laughs> that party i need to have kathy fable on tell a story because that was a shit show you're lucky you didn't come you would have been scarred for life i wonder why we didn't come like we were planning on coming maybe probably, probably just didn't kid fly was born. Yeah. Who knew? realistically probably <laughs> you found out you're having another, another child. adopted child that's the craziest thing is that with the story we're just really breadcrumbing like, you along oh yeah it's getting everyone ready but just appear like oh, just phone call out of nowhere there's a child coming hey happy thursday i'm like okay. your son has another biological anyways Ugh. you guys will hear that full story i promise unless aunt jenna doesn't want to tell it yeah i don't know what she wants i don't i wouldn't know actually i don't think she'd be opposed i think it would help people no i think she really enjoys telling it to people i just don't know like if she wants it out there like it's just a it's always a weird like safety true issue I never I see I don't think of it like that because I put so much online but you're right no but I mean, young. We, we post a lot of, like of them on like it's no secret yeah um but like I don't I don't know but like again with so, the way so, social media is now is that you can't keep that to yourself anyway that's but, true yeah but it's more so like a safety issue up in the air I'll have to call her but hopefully one day you guys hear the story because it is or John Carl will come when he's 18 and just say it's my choice here we go <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's going. go GC <laughs> So if we do another like three generation trip, hopefully, I know, I, like I my, oh there will be videos, no, there will yeah. be vlogs. And my dad see it really, all. I mean, not that he's gonna plan this, like, but he talks about it all the time. And I think it's probably gonna take like after Nona's surgery right. and when if that goes well and when all is that her stuff, surgery again? I think it's in May. Oh my god! Like I bet, like is it that soon? I think so. As long as God her damn it, I wanted to text the family group chat right now and say let's plan it. As long as her numbers are okay, but like I don't see why next summer it couldn't i'm like, just really so sad because it was supposed to happen this summer i have no time shane's gonna be gone oh sad sad okay back on the up and up is there anything else you would like to talk about being italian a fable food <laughs> our love of food hmm. if not i have a little segment done okay go for it rapid fire question answer answer with the first thing that comes to your mind okay New York City or LA? New York. I've never been to LA. Oh my God. <laughs> Sweet or salty? Sweet. Winter or summer? Summer. Spring or fall? Fall. Tea or coffee? Coffee. I don't drink tea. <laughs> the face you just gave Wait, me. Wait, really? I hate tea. Oh my God. It tastes atrocious. Another thing we don't have in common. <laughs> I said lifestyle. <laughs> I like chug tea by the gallon. Okay. Absolutely not dogs or cats neither <laughs> but probably dog if i had to i'm actually deathly afraid of cats i almost peed in the sink in the bakery because i was afraid to walk to the bathroom not in the bakery in the actual no, bakery no, 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 no. in the apartment no, no. we live in yeah the apartment of the bakery there is like a little mini kitchenette that like no one ever uses and for a split second i was like i could pee in this sink instead of having to, instead see, of the have to see the cat that's a good uh stay tuned we'll talk about boo boo right after <laughs> this little rapid fire 
Vacation or travel? Vacation. I don't know what the difference is. Vacation's like you go to a beach resort and you sit on the resort. You don't leave and you're drinking on the beach. Travel's like you're truly immersed in a culture and you're exploring. I think while I have no money, vacation, but maybe one day when I have money, travel. Like Bob Ram. Um, Introvert or extrovert? I think people would say I'm an extrovert. I would. But I'm an introvert unless I like you. Yeah, that's that's valid. Or That's the other the way same. around. Like, I think even if you're an extrovert, like I consider myself an extrovert, but if I'm not comfortable. Or- but I'm not the person like in the middle of the party, like getting attention. That's not what I want. But when I'm around. Unless we drink enough champagne. That's different. But like. At a family function. Different. At a family function. I know everyone that's there. Yeah. But like in a conversation, like at a dinner, I'm the extrovert at a table. But like in a big setting, I'd rather stay in than go out. It's like that's the introvert part of me. I see. Morning or night? Night pancakes or waffles pancakes chocolate or vanilla chocolate i can't help but like i i'm like wait wait why don't you like waffles more they're they're dry <laughs> book or movie movie comedy or horror comedy horror movies scare me i've seen one almond milk or coconut wait what absolutely not just <laughs> just milk two <gasps> percent milk okay two topics uh, we have to <laughs> boo boo and milk just uh, hang on to that let that marinate in your brains guys <laughs> yikes straight hair curly hair curly apples or oranges oranges play sports or watch sports play sports i don't know you watch sports a hell i watch of a, a lot. lot of sports but like i'd rather because you can't play it right now. honestly kills me going to shane's game was so great i'm like i miss it I'd do anything to play again. I don't play lacrosse, but I would do anything to be back on like a soccer team that isn't like a club or like, you know, intramural. Yeah, because like, I'm still doing the club stuff and it's so much fun. It's but, so like, different. To play something that like matters, matters. And counts. Is insane. Oh, I miss that competitive nature. God damn. Leather or lace? Leather. Snapchat or Instagram? Instagram. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. The rest of these are That's like... That's a really hard one, actually. I really love breakfast food. Breakfast for dinner is normally how I answer that. I mean, that's how I eat for $2 a day. Breakfast eggs, for eggs dinner. Eggs and toast, eggs baby. And toast. the cheapest. <laughs> Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Overdressed or underdressed? I am very underdressed for law school that I get a little frightened that my professors are like, what is wrong with you? Really? Because you're so used to wearing well, athleisure. I wear my gym clothes because I go from class to the gym because it's all I have time for. So, but in the real world, I feel like I'm more so overdressed. But for class, I'm so underdressed. It's so interesting like, to me that law school, they want you to worried. be dressed up for law school. You don't like, there's the expectation that first week it's really professional. And as all the weeks go by, no one cares. And by finals, everyone's like in sweats, it's cold. But there are days you have to dress professionally. You have interviews on campus. So like you like you have to have like a like a suit jacket like in your locker. Sure, but like sitting in class just being lectured at. Yeah. There's no point, but like you definitely see But they expect you to. Yeah, especially the older professors, even younger professors, they're like, You're not really dressed for this. And I'm like, This this is the clothes I currently own. Yeah. You're like, you do know I'm paying for school, right? I think that's a like the biggest thing about law school is that I'm only 23. I would like to be 23 for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. I only have so many years where 
I can wear these things. Oh, I wore leggings um, to the diner with grandma the other day. And granted, I'm 27. I mean, I, I'll i be dressing but however I want to dress forever. For, but I, like, I physically could not wear certain things to work. Later like, I job, yeah. yeah. It's just so funny because that just resonates with me. You're like, I want to be 23 for as long as I can. Like you said, right. our lifestyle differences. I'm like, I will be mentally 22 for the rest of my life that's awesome no that really is i feel i've always had to be older than i am yeah that is very true yeah and i really don't want to do that anymore so if i get like a little side eye from like a seven-year-old professor because i'm wearing a crop top to class that's okay because i will never get the chance to do that again that and also that's one of the things is when i say i'm going to be mentally 22 forever i just mean that my inner child is never going away like yeah. i'm never snuffing that part out so i can just appear a certain way to other people or like come off as an adult like most adults are snuffing that out and then they end up crazy right. because they're not listening so like right. that's what i mean i don't mean like i'm going to be like a wild 22 year old no, forever of course not i mean it more of like the playfulness the lightheartedness back to the the two little things that came up in our rapid fire oh yeah re boo 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 is the worst let's talk about who boo boo is okay so boo boo is our nona's cat that lives with him he is the worst animal on the planet like i mentioned earlier like cats are my biggest fear i can't think of anything i'm more afraid of than a cat boo boo wants to murder me every time i am there i leave with a cut or a bite or something he is the worst so the restaurant next to the bakery he's a wild kind of found i don't know if they found boo boo or got him or whatever he was a street cat they found him brought him into their restaurant to kind of like sniff out the mice as every like restaurant in the city does well he kind of caught the mice and they just didn't feed him like they kind of were leaving him outside in the winter like weren't taking care of him and one of the guys that work in the bakery loves cats who had a cat named mr boo boo who like had just died before boo boo appeared so they're like, no, we're going to take care of Boo Boo. So like the, our bakery kind of like took him in. And then it was like right after Nono had passed. So Nona was like alone in the in the building in her apartment. So like Boo became kind of her companion. But she likes to admit that he slaps her in the face <laughs> to wake her up. So I don't know if that's the companion. What kind of companionship Yeah. That? So he lives up there and he does not like when I come to visit. And I used to live, I lived there for three summers and two summers i don't know he doesn't COVID. like when anyone including nona no, is around yes like let's be he real. wants the whole the whole two floors because he's an evil cat he's evil i think all cats are evil but this he's cat evil no like has some cats literally are nice he's bit evil. my shin before i have two little puncture holes that will never go away because no. it was in the summer now they're tanned into my no, skin the other day i was there we had i cooked dinner in the bakery and i was wearing jeans but like it was a long day of eating a lot of sodium and i was like i gotta take off these jeans like i'm busting out so i like run upstairs and i'm like oh my god i don't have any comfortable things that aren't like that they weren't pants i'm like i've taken any of my clothes i looked but you only had shorts too Oh okay and i'm like i didn't want to wear leggings so i'm like i'm gonna have to put on a pair of shorts because it's the only comfortable like loose thing i had like a pair like a sweatshirt shorts Mm -hmm. So I come down the stairs with the shorts on with towels wrapped around my legs. My friends are like laughing the at me and I'm like, you I've don't seen, understand. The things I've seen Alessandra do to try to create a barrier between her and this cat are, it's hilarious. I mean, you're inventive. I'll give you that. The amount of anxiety I feel in my life when I see him is more than anything else on this earth. He's like, he's literally a killer. Like I, but not when it counts. He catches you off guard. Like 
So I'm wrapped in these towels. Like I forgot that he was there for like a minute. Like forgot he was there. I walk by to grab something. Swat, swat, swat. I'm screaming. And when he scares me, like he, people think I'm being murdered because I'm that afraid. Like every time I forget he's there, he knows it. It just nicks you. I I despise him. I actually despise him too. And I will pick him up and I'll be nice to him from time to time. But like, I don't even know why you try. There's, it's not even try. There are some times where I'm like, oh, you're an animal. Like I love animals. You see me with my dogs. No, I yeah. lay on the floor. But cats, like you could never convince me a cat is a good idea. No. Bottom line, and they he's shit the in a box. And yeah, they, like, he's they, the worst. Like, traips it around. His fur is everywhere. He's gross. He makes mean. my eyes puffy and he knows that we his hate name him. is mr boo-boo <laughs> i don't like him at all why is he mr boo-boo because he inflicts pain he on is everyone? the reason i will not go back to the bakery <laughs> i was like applying for jobs in new york city as well and i'm like never mind you're like no nope, can't not live with him again because i can't i, I can come live I with me if my apartment's af- ever done i cannot be afraid of my own home so yeah. maybe not no and it's also he j- oh my god he just he really okay yeah. so first it was boo-boo mm-hmm. the second one milk oh my god of course you remembered i forgot mm-hmm. i hate milk i hate milk as much as i hate cats basically you know who loves milk cats they do you'd think we'd have that in common but it's not enough okay let me just for let me alessandra boo-boo. talk for a minute about milk and you guys will understand why i said we have to bring this back up i feel like if i ever got a tattoo it would like it would have to just be like a like gallon a latte, of milk like just like the italian, the italian word for like, for <laughs> in script on like, your bra strap yeah, like every like first girl's be. tattoo oh my gosh but no love milk it is the greatest liquid on the earth i wholeheartedly disagree i probably drink more milk than water a hundred percent you do I've, I've seen it with yeah. my own two eyes the best is when i came over on friday your mom goes i'm so sorry like we don't have milk you can go to the store and get some and i'm like everywhere you go people know your affinity for milk but everyone like stefan's mom look the other like when yes, I was because in, you drink that much of it i know but like i can live without it for three days lies she, no i truly can <laughs> and she was like oh, I, I don't have milk and she had those like little like the, like the simply organic like little cartons like she had one of those that she got like from like panera or something was like saving it for me that's hilarious um, no i love milk it is delicious is the only drink i can chug <laughs> that's so repulsive to me like we had mimosas at brunch and i'm like okay chug we got to go they're closing she's like i can't chug this maybe if it was milk i'm like i'm like alessandra what did you just say i don't know i don't know what it is it is just pure goodness and two percent milk is the best milk on the earth i mean i'll agree with you if i have to have milk which i literally will not, i'll i get cashew milk i get almond milk i get pistachio milk. out of all the fake milks cashew is my favorite yeah cashew is pretty good I put that like in smoothies because like macadamia no, nut milk's good. There's no point to waste milk just to throw it in a smoothie. Oh like you want to drink milk because you want to taste the goodness. You're so weird. I love it. <laughs> but like I picture you being an attorney, but you have like cows. No, that milk on, on tap is what I'm gonna have in my office. Oh my god, you sent me a snap. Where were you, Texas? I was in Austin. They had milk on tap, and I swear, yeah, I could feel shop. your excitement. It was through great. The phone. I was sitting there. I was like, oh my god, Stefan, look at the milk. And I was <laughs> like, okay, take a photo. I'm like, okay, well um no but so Dude, i don't know what it's how it when start. did that start yeah it's been forever i mean i think like anything like you grow up drinking milk and then you go from like breast milk to like whole milk and it just kind of goes on and you just never stop buying it and then no we I, literally stopped buying it i house. always have younger siblings so we okay. always have milk in the house because you have to feed them whole milk when they hit the age of one they stop breast milk and can have real milk 
or, is that or, or, or formula. Is that when that stops? I don't know this. Well, you don't have to stop. You can stop it. Like a lot of people breastfeed their kids for a lot longer, but like a child's body can actually ingest yeah, regular milk. Like, until. I think it, like at age one or something. And then it has to be whole milk. So we always had milk in the house from like and you just age of seven it. on. And we had it before too. But there was a t- definitely a time, I want to say, it was probably around when Carla was born, where my doctor told me I was drinking too much milk because my body was growing at like like the hormones in it well i mean now we don't buy that kind of milk but i was like growing at like a rapid pace like oh yeah also alessandra's so much taller than me that when we go out people are like oh is that your older sister i'm like what that's been happening since we were like kids yeah (laughs) but no i guess like i was growing at a too fast of a rate so i had like a milk ration i was not about it it was really sad a milk ration Um, she says I mean, that's what it was. It's just crazy to me that you love milk so much. To this day, I mean, I know it about you. I, it just tastes like I truly don't enjoy any other drink more. That's so strange to me. Like people would be like, oh, like, let's go out for drinks. I'm like, you can just give me a glass of milk. Really? Have you ever done that? I mean, sometimes I go to restaurants. If it's like bright outside, I'll get a glass of milk. If it's bright outside. Like not at night. Wow. But yeah, love it. So now i drink the two percent damn i mean i want to know if there's anyone else out there listening that is like has an affinity for milk some like people this. really love milk some people do they're out so there. like that whole got milk campaign you were I, all about i should it. have been in it yeah i don't know why you weren't because <laughs> i was two years old not britney spears <laughs> that's why i wasn't in it dude i love how we went from being like she's gonna be a lawyer she's driven blah 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 to, i love milk <laughs> i love milk so much maybe i can work for a dairy farm one day and i'm sure they have a lot of lawsuits with everything going on yeah it's just amazing you don't know like for fair life and that's counsel for fair Fair, i know you do love your fair life it with all of that that like those studies that have came out you don't ever be like wow maybe milk isn't the drink of choice past a certain age because you do know like cows have to be falsely like fake pregnant to produce milk for their whole life that doesn't sketch you out a wee little bit no i mean we definitely try to buy like the better milks like yeah. if there are better like there are better ones than others but no i mean for just the, logically as a lawyer as a soon-to-be lawyer that I, doesn't weird I you love out it more than i fear that okay see that is a great answer like that's what i want that's <laughs> what i want to hear like just tell me that you're like the information that I cognitively have in my brain, I don't give a shit. I love it that no, much. No, I don't think about it. I definitely drink a lot less milk than I did as a kid. Yeah. Um, I just don't have time to drink milk as much. <laughs> like, I literally don't have anymore. time to put a glass in my I'm, like, I'm not home. I leave the house at like 8.30. don't get back till like 8 p.m. at night. It's so like my like window to drink milk is very short. <laughs> so like I'm drinking a lot less Why milk Why don't you now. just throw that in your hydro flask? Because you have to drink milk cold oh yeah she has a, a straight temperature like put but, a, put a glass in the okay, freezer get a yeti do you really want milk just sitting in your yeti i have for no hours? idea i don't want milk ever actually no, it needs to be crisp and clean but I, I am a little bit of a hypocrite when i say that i do love cheese and ice cream but you'll never catch me drinking a glass of milk ever ever absolutely ever that's a shame milk is good with everything more for you babe more for you i don't understand the hate on milk with like i get i could drink milk with anything the hate on it is because like cows need to be falsely impregnated okay, very few people don't drink milk because of that reason but like i don't you think that's messed up no okay <clears throat> i don't i mean it's not the greatest 
it just seems so wrong like we like biologically we mess up, wrong we mess up women's hormones to get pregnant all the time well that's a huge issue i mean but if you want to have a baby you gotta have to some women really like, have to do that but why are your hormones messed up was it because you were drinking this crazy ass hormone no milk? but like when you're going through like in future treatments they no. mess up your hormones oh for sure but what i mean is like to I'm get to the point where you figure out how that. to do it for a, a, a person can't be that dramatic for a cow I have the adverse effect. I think it's both very dramatic. And, and I maybe feel like it is. to have to do that to a person for them, what is the cause that led them to that? You know what I mean? Like is one of the causes potentially what you put in your body from a young age on? No. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. I think there's way, I mean. I mean like obviously in some cases, sure. No, definitely. But, but I think there's way too many women that have fertility issues that it can like and not even oh, just Oh, I don't nowadays. mean strictly milk. I mean like environmental reasons. Oh. I think that would be a leading cause. I don't. That's something that I really would like to know how many tests they, people have really done. Because, I mean, you can't deny that it's probably some kind of lifestyle like choices. something in our but society. I don't know. It's, I think people would be amazed by how many women have fertility issues. And, yeah. and not like just currently. Like back to adoption. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people in the world that don't know they're adopted. Mm-hmm. Because fertility is such a huge problem that people just didn't talk about 60 years ago. Damn, who knew milk could lead to such a I know. poet conversation? <laughs> milk, baby. Seriously. <laughs> what else is there about me? Like, hate cats. Love milk. Gonna Aspiring attorney. Lacrosse. L- love lacrosse. Greatest sport on this earth. Women's lacrosse is better than men's lacrosse. Food, 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 and food. Food. Um, I'd rather eat than drink, 100%. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, do you drink, like, do you need a drink with every meal or do you eat and then you drink liquids before and after? Because my father swears that you should not drink liquids while you're eating food. I mean, sure, he'll have wine, but like he will never like sip water in between a meal. I'm never hydrated enough. So like, I probably should drink yeah. while I'm eating. It's because you drink so much milk. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's because I have a mask on all the time at school. So I just oh never- my God, you guys still wear masks? Mm-hmm. yeah next week we have to wear masks for class but just for class and then the week after if the numbers are low then we don't have to wear them for class Damn. but i mean that makes sense like we just have spring breakers right now mm-hmm. so i get why you wouldn't want everyone coming back. from like all over the yeah. country all over the world just mingling like so that makes sense yeah but yeah we had to wear masks wow the first week of class no mask and then the mandate happened like the week after but I'm so jealous your face doesn't break out. No, it's, it has been. But ugh. like, honestly, the week of not wearing it cleared like, everything up. It's going to be absolute sadness tomorrow when I put it back on. Oh, I shouldn't bring this up, but my ADD is running wild. The masks, the amount of waste that that alone has caused yeah. infuriates me. Well, it's crazy me. because like, I'm not going to, I don't have enough masks. I don't have, I don't have 14 masks, like washable ones that I'm going to go through every day. Like I want to wear a different one every day because that is what you're supposed to do. You should not be wearing the same mask days yeah. in a row. But I don't have 14, so I buy the disposable ones because I also, I have to be in it all day long. I'm not wearing it the next Did day. Did you wear it at the gym? Yeah, you have to. Oh, not, not, not tomorrow, but you had to up until March 5th or something, I think is when our, we lost ours. God bless my gym. We didn't have to. Yeah, no, we had to. And there was a security officer that would kick people out for like, for people wearing it incorrectly and like you know how to wear it just put it on like come on like even if oh you see hate- i would be the one wearing it yeah, incorrectly like, being like even if you hate it or don't agree or whatever like if they tell you 
if you don't wear it properly we're gonna kick you out you can't get upset when they kick, when you, they out. kick you out yeah yeah or like or lay down the law alessandra well it just mean like no i mean i understand it like, no i don't but like yeah no but, but like it doesn't matter like if you like the mask don't like the mask whatever your opinion on it is if you fully sign a waiver saying i'm gonna wear it to They're walk in here yeah. then you cannot get angry when they kick you out yeah or like go to another gym i don't know what to tell you Truth. i'm big i'm a big rule follower yeah i mean i'd hope so you're gonna be a lawyer that is that's that those things are not they are connected. not mutually exclusive nope no. um i've seen that firsthand <laughs> <laughs> really didn't talk about the gym very much which that kind of surprised me do you want to talk about how much fitness has played a part in your life well i'm just thinking when did you really get into like your fitness like true fitness fitness journey i'm like when i was trying to i didn't think i was going to play lacrosse in college i always wanted to but just didn't think i could i was never on a club team or anything like that and then i'd gone to this one tournament where my current my my past coach had seen me and like one of the things she was like oh like I really think you're great but like you need to get like your conditioning a little better and I'm like okay I'll like run more but like that really wasn't what it was like Mm -hmm. it was it's it's just like all the things that come with like conditioning um and like footwork and all that stuff so I started going to that like my senior year of high school and I think that's when I started like going to the actual gym like I probably never went to a gym ever before I was 17. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then going through my first year of undergrad, being on a team, you have to go to the weight room like three, four days a week. And then I also realized I was good at it. And like, Wait, that's good so at the gym, amazing like, to me because at my school, granted, I didn't go to a private school, but as like a female soccer player, we never went to the weight room. Ever. No, my, we did, my junior year of high school, our coach would send all the girls who took the draw on Wednesdays instead of running sprints. We went to the gym for like 30 minutes and just did like box jumps and like things like that. Any weight training or? Yeah, like we did some of it, but like it wasn't me consistently going to the gym. Yeah. It was like those 30 minutes. You weren't heavy lifting. No, that didn't, I really didn't start that until my first year of undergrad. And I realized like I was like, I, I mean, I've always been big. Like I'm, I'm like, five nine yeah we're like, I'm very a big girl like to be a fable means that you can put muscle, muscle on yeah, you give like, us like two nothing. weeks if we eat properly and like lift heavy we'll put clear muscle on yeah. in two weeks yeah it's so kind of nuts when i realized like i could do that like i've always been like the bigger person in a room but when i realized oh like i'm actually strong i'm not just a large person i probably started going like every single day f- five six days a week and really haven't stopped since since then so i've only really been going to the gym for four years like truly but that's crazy because i'll go forever it's the greatest thing yeah once once you get into that routine and that becomes a part of your life and day to day if i go like what's your threshold if i go two days without it if i skip one day uh, okay i'm fine like rest day. this week if I, I skip two i'm like eh. yeah if i skip three i'm like you piece of shit and i just start mentally physically well, it's feeling the mental health i mean like and like the endorphins there's yeah. nothing like it no i mean the past everyone's life has been chaotic the past two years but this could be a whole other story but like my life has truly been very difficult most of last year mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff personally. My grandfather passed away. Another, not her grandfather, my yeah. other grandfather. And like going in the Peloton, like 
like using dumbbells because there wasn't a gym to go to because mm-hmm. I live with my other grandmother so I wasn't going to a real gym during COVID like that was the only time like for me to be happy yeah which is a little sad but like it's the truth like it was true um but it's and- also great because it's a it's a healthy outlet it's a good outlet yeah. and it's not like you were finding you know like oh I was drinking and I was happy no and I like- and the gym for me has never been this punishment or it's never the reason why I don't work out so I can solely eat or like look a certain mm-hmm. way. Yes, if I didn't work out, I wouldn't be a healthy person because the, of the way I eat, sure. But it's just like what makes me, especially with law school, if I didn't go to the gym, I wouldn't do anything else other than homework. Like I have class from like nine to three most days, stay at school for two hours to work, go to the gym and then can do whatever I want for two hours. I would also say that I would argue that and obviously it's not everybody, but a huge part of it is when you have that in your schedule and you complete that task yes. and it's the endorphins, it's healthy for you in a new, like numerous ways. Right. That is why you can also excel in the other aspects of school no, I and agree. life. I'm like, I mean, I've always like been a big person who like has a planner. I check off what I want to check yeah. off, but big to do list yeah. girls we are. But during finals last semester, I didn't go to the gym for like 10 days. So I was like, I'm just going to study. I'm just going to study whatever and then I was just like I sat on my bed and just studied from like nine to six every day and I was like I feel like I still could have gone to the gym for an hour and a half because I I took breaks yeah there's a mental I don't know why I thought that was gonna be like oh no like I'm gonna really like just really get that as if an hour and a half you know what I used to do in college I used to take my like study guide or whatever and I'd walk on the treadmill yeah I I mean I did that because we have like like a our our dean bought like the walking treadmill Mm -hmm. and it's like hidden one of the rooms that I found so I would do that like every day and like walk for two hours um which is very interesting I've like it takes time to learn how to study and walk I'm also surprised by how like how much walking on an incline forget it it can really do but I don't know why I thought I couldn't study for finals and go to the gym like that was stupid never doing that again yeah it's it's an interesting um it's interesting where you think like oh no i need i can't i don't have time for the gym it's like that's bullshit right no I and agree. i've used that excuse on myself a number of times like mentally sometimes i'll get in this rut where i'm like i don't have time and i'm like right and that's yes, what it was i was do. like i don't have time and like it was so false like you take 20 minutes on a stairmaster holding a kettlebell on 10 or 11 tell me you're not sweating your ass off and you're sore afterwards like you well, have time it's just also good to do like i i love going to the gym working out any kind of physical activity because you don't think about anything else it's a little harder like with the stairmaster or on a cardio machine like you kind of get mentally bored but for the most part when you're in there like people do crazy stuff in the gym well, so see, like I it's don't entertaining think, i don't even think that's mentally bo- i feel like that is the mental no strength that i love it, no it does show mental strength but like on the stairmaster i'm like i'm like you could do anything I'm staring for 20 minutes. at a wall i'm you know it's true though i'm like all right i'll hit the 45 like whatever like yeah. i'm gonna like i'm gonna physically i know i can do it and you always feel great when you do it but like weight training i'm like i'm never bored i yeah. can get bored in a cardio machine really easily well you need to be very in tune weight training like you need to be like activating right, mentally to, activating yeah. your muscles and yeah but i think like people need that like you need to be focused on something that isn't anything that actually matters see that's another thing that's very interesting between so our nonna and my grandmother that i live with she's uh, she's italian but she whenever I go to the gym, it's like, oh, you're working out again. And that generation just didn't work out. I mean, Nona actually played tennis her entire life. So she did, but like 
this is another thing I wanted to touch on when you were saying like I it's not that I work out like to eat or things but when I I have some friends that are like I would never want to be so bulky or muscular or whatever and I'm like I don't know what some people don't understand and hey to each his own like you do whatever you see fit for yourself and what you your goals are and everything I work out to be able to use my body in a functional way and to know that when I'm older I won't have health issues that people with no muscle mass will eventually have inevitably have and for me when people are like I can't believe you do this or like I have one girlfriend god bless you love you you probably will not listen this long anyways um (laughs) she literally will be like I would never want to be that muscular and I'm like I don't know if that's a diss but also like no in a reality afraid to be muscular and I but understand the stigma but I don't I think it also maybe it comes with the kind of guy that you like or uh, the kind of guy you're dating. Yeah. But no, I want a gym rat. I want someone who like we're going to lift together. My, my favorite like we're meal prepping. Yeah. No, my God. My I look forward to the summer. One of my favorite things ever that my boyfriend ever told me was like freshman year of college. So I was by far a lot less muscular than I am now. A lot less leaner. That's for sure. Um, I look at those photos and I'm like, I don't understand. I was not, like, I don't. That's a whole other thing too. But he was like. like real men aren't afraid of strong women and it wasn't like oh like the strong woman he was like no physically like strong women he's like that scares men who are insecure and i'm like you're right because i'm bigger than you (laughs) well it's something i always joked about i was like yeah to find a man with bigger calves than me i mean nova get off of him (laughs) talk about strong women nova's just humping nero nero stick up for yourself beat the shit out of her come on (laughs) Jesus. No. Ow! Get away from me. She didn't do anything. She licked me. You said ow? I say ow when dogs <laughs> touch me. It is a thing. Okay. Um, but no, like, reaction. to find a guy with, like, bigger quads than me, which isn't hard if they're, like, a gym rat, but, like, some people are just skinnier. And, like, I mean, hey, like I said, to each his own. Like, not everyone has the same love for, like, being in a gym or lifting yeah. heavy. But at least if we're talking about fitness, my goal isn't i mean sure maybe to look a certain way or feel comfortable in my clothes whatever bathing suit yeah but it's functional like am i going to be able to like pick up kids can i pick up my dogs into the car when i need to get them somewhere like they're 60 pounds each i feel like some people would just not be able to like no do that when i when i worked as like a bus girl server like one summer before college He's like, oh, you can just leave the trash for like one of the guys. Like they'll put it in the dumpster. And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? Like I can lift this trash bag in yeah. a dumpster. Which I don't, listen, like, in the same vein, I am big into chivalry and I just, I genuinely do yeah, think they're like. Yeah, but like it was like, my job. Like I can put yeah, I get exactly. the trash in the dumpster. Yeah. So for in that fact, I mean, listen, there are a bunch of nuances, but overall, like even the workouts I do now, I, they're all like balance based. It's yeah. because I've seen my grandmother fall and break her hip, like all of these things. And I'm like, yeah. her idea of what, like when I tell her I'm going to the gym, she's like, you should just clean. It's an amazing workout. I'm like, grandma, no, it's very you windexing yeah. windows is not a goddamn workout. Yeah. Like, love you, but no. No, even with COVID too, like Whatever. Yeah, you take a lot into account. No, but whatever, like, your opinion on is on the mask or the vaccine, whatever it is, who knows what illness is going to come our way in our lifetime. If I am, like, functionally healthy, I have a better chance than the person next to me. And, like, that's, like, that was a big reality. Huge like, reality. Like, seeing so many people who are in their 40s and 50s pass away 
because they were in the best physical or or inside shape i don't know like what the proper they just weren't health wasn't a priority i mean and like life gets in the way but i think like you said earlier you have to make time for it because it is there you have the time it's just that you can an excuse comes stop an excuse comes way quicker than just taking the hour and doing it does like that discipline that takes time to learn too and that's another thing i love about fitness is when I find myself exercising the muscle of discipline, everything else right. comes like becomes better. Like you said, like studying for finals, it's like no. If I take that hour for me, then I can be even more present exactly. for the other also, time. Also, you're more efficient. Like I'm more efficient when I have a lot more to do. When I had one thing to do all day long, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, and like, then I like didn't do anything. I'm like three p.m. rolls around. I'm like, what have I been doing? I don't know. But like about your comment about like I want like that gym rat boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I have one it's great but it's not even like oh like yes i love how large he is and he's been skinny so like that's not like a like he's been a smaller <laughs> yeah, no that's not exactly what i meant but no yeah. but no exactly no i know that but it, but it's also the, your it's calves the, and quads have right. to be bigger than mine right but it's like the mindset of that person yes it's the way that you do one thing you do everything so like you're dedicated you're you know right you're putting yourself and your health like first and not and everyone like, who is obsessed with the gym does that no like, and it's also it's it's one of those things where it's shared time it's like can we go to the gym together like I don't, we don't need to be doing the same no thing, even but if it's you're like, not together like i'm in the qu- same room as you yeah, like technically this could be a date also like, yeah like sure. driving to and from like there's just there's a, th- a part of it that's quality time and you're both bettering yourself during that quality time spent and it's just one of those things that moving forward i'm like yeah that's a non-negotiable no i could never like even like my best friendships i don't ever have to convince someone like to go work out with that's me. i'm so like hey true. like if i'm going to the gym do you want to come and if your immediate answer isn't yes for like a valid reason i'm like why don't you want to go to the gym with me like why not? that's true so like during covid actually kate and i would literally should come over before work every day at 6 a.m and we would do the peloton yeah. and then do a peloton strength workout or like we'd go running outside and then do a peloton strength workout yeah. and it's it's one of those things where I don't know how to explain it's like it's one of those like if you get it you get get it it. if you don't you don't and and it's not the gym it could be Pilates studio or spin class there's so many it's like putting that like yoga there's just like so many ways but oh yeah I don't mean strict to the gym like I love yoga I love I mean all of the above Pilates really I was an insane workout or no bar sorry my bar is the hardest thing I have ever done I've never done Pilates by a three pound weight it is crazy and the little freaking ball that you have to hold between your hamstrings. most and your difficult thing calf? i really should do another one i, went I was that girl that was chasing the ball around the room no, i'm yeah. like oh my god I um went, i went with my friend and her mom who is like in insane shape and she's like oh like take this i'm like no like i like i can handle this she's like you just want this weight mm-hmm. and i was like okay like she's like so right the craziest thing is i went and i remember being like oh this isn't it was like a sunday workout and i was like i'm gonna have to go lift after this i was like this isn't gonna be serious enough like i I've never been in like, 20. I think sore. it was a 45 minute class, 20 minutes in. I was like, I'm going to be on my ass the rest of the day. That is the one thing that I, I only do go to the gym. Cause like I've paid, I was like, I'm not going to go to like to orange three or any other fitness class. Cause I've already paid for this, mm-hmm. but that is something that I really want to take advantage of over the summer is like doing other Workouts. fitness things. It was also like 
being a college oh, I hope athlete, you come back you to don't. New York, which I know you're probably not, but who knows? Who knows? Because I have no job right I now. I really want to try rumble. I've never done rumble. I mean, I've done boxing classes. No, like I bet it'd be fun. But, but I'd like to take advantage of that over the summer and like do other things because there's so many ways to move your body. Mm-hmm. Even like running was something I despise. And Lane is a much better runner than I am by far. I love running. We went running together the other day. You were yeah. great. No, I can run a lot you like used a long to, time you used to hate it no i used to despise like you it. wouldn't I, you would be like i'm not running a mile absolutely not i and you just ran like four the other day oh yeah i i i really truly believed that i couldn't run more than a mile up until like maybe junior year of college again playing lacrosse since yeah. i was eight years old like that is false but i like mentally couldn't do it it's such a mental game and i only started enjoying running and i do not run for any kind of like minutes per hour it's more like i'm gonna run for 40 minutes or i'm gonna hit like three miles or something like that but it was only because of covid like we couldn't leave campus Hmm. i love where i went to undergrad vassar college is a great place beautiful place to run too yeah definitely but during covid we could not leave like we were not allowed to leave or you could get sent home and i don't mean like oh oh that was insane you couldn't leave you couldn't go to the grocery store you cannot leave and if there was any chance of having any type of season or doing anything remotely enjoyable i wasn't risking leaving so mm-hmm. Stefan and i the only way you could leave campus was if you walked ran jogged or rode your bike i think there was like a five or eight mile like radius we were allowed to go to so to like leave campus gonna run 7 30 in the morning we'd go run somewhere and like that was the only way i could leave campus so yes. i like got into running and like with your boyfriend quality time and he just laughed at me because he's a much better runner than I am. He's also so tall. I mean, you're tall too, but like, no, but he also, it comes he easier played, to like, tall just people. Like you though, he played soccer his whole life. Yeah. So, um, so like he just was a runner. If you played soccer, you're a runner. You have to be. It is, it, no if, and or buts. No, I'm amazed by the girls that run soccer team at, at my college that were like, I'm going to run a mile next week. Okay. Cause you physically just can. That's awesome. I can't. Wait, you mean one mile? No, I'm sorry. I meant to say marathon, oh, not a mile. I go, Alessandra. No, no. Like they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to run like the New York city marathon. I'm like, I have full faith. I mean, my time would probably suck. I'd probably have to break. I have full faith, though. If I just showed up and did it, I like could do it. No, definitely. I would. I I would probably break at like nine, nine. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I I could physically run more than 10 miles. I think I'd cry. It's all mental. Like you said, though. I know. But like, I truly don't like my I mean, your knees would just. I yeah. No, but yeah. So long story short. COVID made me love running because I could leave campus and go for a run. But isn't it interesting how like that and now you're now like you're really like, yeah, I'll come on. Yeah, run with you. no, it's like it's really good. And I, I love running with other people. Granted, again, like I said, Lane is much faster than I am. It's so, the competitive nature of being a fable that we and it's like, so funny it. because I'm so competitive, except when it comes to things I know I'm absolute crap at. Like, I know I'm not going to win a foot race. So I'm like, I'm just chilling. I'm here for the ride. Like I loved running because I would talk to people while I was going for runs. Like my best friend in college, she did not like running by any means. So she would ride her bike and I'd go for runs next to her. Just like chatting. Like it was just like, it was enjoyable. You know, I think that's how I fell in love with the two other than soccer because I always did it and it was fine. But there's a difference between like running in a soccer game oh, because sure. you're obviously paying attention to what you're doing versus just the running. And I took a year off and did cross country and I didn't, no one listened to music when you ran your like no. nine mile days. Yeah. So it would just be talking. Yeah. And like, it was one of those things where you can definitely gauge how in shape you are based on the conversation right. you're having as you run. But no, I can run at a solid, like 
eight thirty nine minute pace for hours talking to someone yeah i will never run any faster it won't happen but i can do that pace while speaking for you hours you definitely could go fast no i don't think i like i don't like it no i know but it's like not you enjoyable. Could, with your sure the, if someone if someone made me like if someone was chasing me yes i could because i'm trying to think the run we did the other day you weren't far behind me no and you easily could have just opened up your stride because you're also no, I run, a foot taller than me. I run so choppy. Really? So I run so like that was a big thing in undergrad. My coach They tried like, to get you to she was fix like, your form. Why do you run? Like you're five feet tall. I'm like, I don't know. This is how I run. But no, I bet I could run faster. You're like, I'm but okay. no, I'm like, I'm just I'm just here. I like I can breathe. I can talk. I'm chilling. You're like, we're good. Yeah. Well, on that note, one if you have any legal lawyer connections in Chicago and yeah, you get Alessandra job, DM me. Two, if you're a dreamer, no, I'm kidding. Is there anything else you would like to leave the listeners with? I don't know. Now I'm on the spot for real. No, I mean, I just figured, so I have to drive Alessandra to the airport soon. So we're probably going to go like snack again before we leave. <laughs> well, I hope my mom does come on. That'd be cool. Yeah, Aunt Jenna, she'll listen to this because it's no, you. No, she definitely. My mom loves the ones you've done with the family members. Yeah. Those have been really cool. The ones you did with your mom and with Nona were really cool. It's actually really sweet. And like, this is why I record everything. Like us being able to look back on this yeah. years later. My ex-boyfriend's twin sister just reached out about, it was their grandmother's birthday video that I did last year. And like, she just rewatched it and said that it like, it brought tears to her eyes and everything. Like, this is why I record everything. Yeah. This is why I keep the memories and like, Sometimes I question if I'm sharing too much and like oversharing, but I think it's perfect because I, there are still parts of my life that no one knows. And on top right. of it, like to look back on this, like I can't wait till we listen to this when you're finally done. Two years like, later. Yeah. Like you're an attorney and then we can have another episode for me. Oh, like that's great. Sorry, what? your dog looked at me and I freaked out. Oh my God, she just jolted. You would have thought she got electrocuted. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe I will get a job very soon. Hoping to receive a phone call actually okay i know i said we were gonna finish the episode what are your thoughts on manifestation as a very logical soon-to-be lawyer i think you can i don't know if you can necessarily will something to happen but you can work extremely hard to make that will come true yeah and there are certain things you cannot overcome like you cannot overcome not having money to make that dream happen like some but some some people would say yes some people get really lucky but like but it's not even that it's like manifesting how, like do you how much do you know about the whole like manifestation and like the worrying you know, people like, like being, say like you visualize something and it will, you will make it happen like people, yeah like they we always have talks about that someone would come to campus talk to the athletes about like visualize like scoring the goal visualize getting the draw control and like whatever it is but it's also not having the feeling of being like worrying about money or like anxious about that or something no i worry about money every day oh no for sure but like that's what i mean like there's there's a way to manifest i'm interested to see like do you is that any part of like your routine your i think i don't i do i have like daily manifestations no but i do like to remind myself that the things i've wanted like like look back in time like you can make it happen you can make the next thing happen Mm -hmm. um and like that's kind of the one thing that like is getting me through this interview process and like you've always seemed to make it work out like something's gonna happen so i definitely think there is a power to it but you can't just manifest you can't just sit sit there and be like it'll work yeah but i'm also like logically knowing like you can manifest whatever you want but if like you don't have that like luck of someone finally answering your email or like that connection getting you through the door like life can be a lot more difficult yeah i mean for sure (sighs) 
it's interesting because like I find those two to be separate but the same I mean networking is obviously huge speaking of which because I know you're speaking of a very specific instance that we were talking about Mm -hmm. with the job that's you're interviewing for but do you think that what's meant to be in that sense like okay let's say this one doesn't work out it's because something better is coming along or do you think that's like someone something that someone says when they just can't accept that that is a very jenna fable quote she's like she's always like whatever happens happens like what is she she says i got it for like in a bracelet once like what is like the stereotypical like like what's meant to be will yeah, be. Yeah, something like, yeah, like case Ross raw. Which is so funny because the last time I spoke to your mom about this, she's like, you are just so like Nona and dad where you're like rose-colored glasses, like everything's good, look at the sunny side. And I'm like, but, but I thought you were no, too. No, she so is. No, yeah. every time. I just take it to an Every extent, time like apparently. I call her like freaking out or like upset about something that's happened and gone wrong in my life in the last five years or whatever it is. Like she's always like, whatever like will be, will be like, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. If like, this is a no, then like there's an- another yes coming along. And do I like inherently believe that I'm a little more cynical? Mm-hmm. So no, but then like, that's what when I want I, to know as a lawyer. Are you- but when I look back, I'm like, it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yes, so- like there, but like, do I believe, oh no, like, like you were denied from this because something is greater no but then like i, don't know, I can't look I at i can't it. look at my family and not say yes exactly i think so that's, that's kind of is. what i was gonna yeah. tie it to also because in the instance that is your life and all of the things we talked about there is this underlying tone of like all of these things should never have happened no logically no of course it absolutely should not have gone the way it did yeah. but if it hadn't like things wouldn't be as no, they are I, now no if if we willed what we wanted to will i wouldn't have my siblings they wouldn't mm-hmm. be here there's no way in, in hell I ever envisioned myself in North Carolina. Am I enjoying it a hundred percent? Yeah. Um, so no, I do think there are other options than what you imagine. Again, like I can't say no, like what I guess yeah. what will be, will be. And maybe a door closes, another one can open. That's what I'm trying to get at. But the one that, and also like, I, I think guess it is true, but like, I don't like, you seem I inherently don't think it is, but okay, like, let's like go I said back to earlier, this. You went to I ca- can't look back at my life and not acknowledge exactly. it. Exactly. So you went to Catholic school and I know mm-hmm. your family is very religious. I would say your family, your parents are the most religious out of like the boys. Well, the fable men. I mean, my dad's very religious, but, but your, your parents fam- are very religious too. I think uh, my, I, I think, think my parents are so religious because their life has been so miraculous yeah in a way that's very in like that maybe sounds a little odd but again like no, but when you know truly. the full story of everything like you have to believe in something else yeah, and have faith because i right. know because your mom has like the utmost faith in oh my mom's faith is i mean my dad my dad cries at mass he cries at mass my dad too like our father our fathers our are father. very similar but i think that's also where we got a lot of our i mean don't get me wrong we're both a lot like our mothers too but there's a lot of strength shown through that vulnerability that most no, fathers don't no, impart on their children. I really and agree with that. I'm so grateful for that because our fathers are two of the strongest people that I've ever, ever known. But at the same time, it's through... I really hope you guys could hear that. It's through it's through the vulnerability that I feel like most of their strength is truly no, I like shown. I took a couple of courses in undergrad that talked about like the male psyche and all those kind of things and i remember just like calling my dad after and i was like you're great and yeah. i'm happy you have sons because because you can impart that on them right well, like 
I love the way my father is as a man. And I really hope, I mean, my brothers are great. And I really hope that they see that and they appreciate that. I think they're a little young to understand it. Be the person who cries at mass or be the person who like is aware that being vulnerable is a strength. I love that. So, I mean, I, if you're any, if you are a man and you think that somebody being vulnerable or being open to emotions and outwardly speaking your emotions is a weakness instead of a strength you're a hundred percent wrong right and like even i feel like nowadays like because that's been such a female characteristic now professional women don't want to show that because they don't want to be too feminine in the workforce and they don't want to seem to have this weakness and if i've cried in front of so many professors this semester like last semester and for nothing like traumatic other than I am so comfortable with my emotions yeah. and they're always a little shocked, but no one's ever responded negatively to it. Like yeah. I've never seen someone be upset or mad at me for my vulnerability. They're almost like, no, like, please, like, please. Cause it's please. so yeah. rawly human and so many people, that's not a word. It is such a raw human emotion that like, or it is, that is what it is to be human. So when people are told our society like is a lot of times told like don't be wrong don't be too emotional right. don't do this that when someone does share that with you maybe when you are not as close so like a professor student relationship or something like that they're kind of shocked but it's one of those things and how much more connected are you to your professors after you're like hey yeah, i'm a job too. next year like because <laughs> that's what i mean it's true there's there's something to be said with like not being afraid of and that's when i'm like oh my god you share too much online i'm like no because the right people are like the people that value it and that's really interesting because won't think my so. mom thinks sometimes i share too much because i like i tell anybody whatever i'm thinking whatever's on my mind especially if i'm hurting and especially last year and, and going through what i went through with covid with lacrosse and then my own like personal relationships mm-hmm. my mom was like well don't tell too many people like all the details because they're gonna like hold something against you yeah or like they're gonna always think like oh that's so odd like why are you making these decisions now and i'm like that is how i felt and that's what i wanted to talk about because it made me feel better to talk about it but now that it's over and that part has moved on that's okay too like yeah and she's like well don't share everything with too many people because like they might think of you a certain way or just might like cling on to those negative parts i'm like well they were a part of my life yeah and they happened and, and you moved on from it and that's right what and that's what matters see and it's it's tough because that's also part of a reason why i've stayed in certain situations and like things and work situations and everything above like personal friendships everything because you're like you put what other people are going to think before what you're actually feeling and that is when everything is just not going to work out the right way like no. truly because you're acting out of the wrong thing because it'll always bubble back up and right but yeah and people only remember like those times like like i remember you crying to me yeah and I'm like okay well i'm not crying more like yeah well like, it's that tough because i've had this conversation too it's yeah. like it's one of those things where it's like well yes i come to you when i'm upset or i like you know i need someone because i feel so comfortable to you that i can tell you the bad times when there are good times i'm not always running to you to just tell no, you of course but you tell like the people you love or people you're close to the bad things more than the good things yeah when you need help with exactly. things and to get through so that's one of the interesting i don't know how i mean i spiraled in this conversation back to our dad well, there's a lot of time there's a lot of time that i've we've known each other so there's a lot to oh talk yeah about. oh my god this is any this is like scratching the surface like there's even more stories i feel like we could tell but 
Um, like, like even, even tell the best part of going to Italy was getting yelled at by Nono. <gasps> That's a good story to end this on. <laughs> Here we go. It has family, food. It wraps this everything. up perfectly. <laughs> so like I, I was like 11 or 12 and you were about to turn 16. About to turn 16. We are in this stunning like picturesque villa in Tuscany mm-hmm. in Italy with our three generations of our huge Italian ass family. Mm-hmm. Um, we're growing girls at the time. So we love we love to eat always. Yeah. But like, come on, when you're that age, no, you're yeah. genuinely growing. I used to be called fame, which in Italian means hunger because I would constantly eat. It would be like every hour on the hour I was eating something. So Alessandra and I roomed together in of Italy. Of Obviously. That room was really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. I had like a loft just for the closet, and I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. So one night. Not one. Well, we did this every single <laughs> night. but For the two weeks. But one night. Got yelled at one night. One night, we got caught and let's just say our love of food definitely was half imparted on us from habits that we saw our nona and no no of course indulging in of course that's a great way to put it right mm-hmm. so we're we leave the room we're like it's also probably like 11 30 at night so pretty late for yeah. us young children right and i thought i was so close like staying up till midnight with my like 16 year old cousin i was like this is awesome like let's go get some snacks yeah so and it was the same snack every night we'd go up we'd get the bread that was like fresh made every day there were nonas that were in our villa that cooked for us every day and made us bread like just no it was worth it it was so good so we'd get the bread and then just i don't even know sometimes we'd warm it up i don't know if we even had to but we'd put cream cheese on it and cream cheese in italy is just called la philadelphia because they don't do because there's yeah that's what they sell and then we'd put i would put like jam on it sometimes like we could get fancy with it but it was essentially cream cheese really good bread so we're up there snacking on it like a few pieces just hanging out talking whatever and then our nono walks in he's like what are you guys doing in here like you really eating like this late at night and we're like well what are you doing in the kitchen she goes well what are you doing in here and because to get to the kitchen you had to leave the part of the house where the rooms were and you kind of went through this really beautiful it was like like, courtyard hallway and then you ended up in the kitchen so the only you were only going to the kitchen to go to the kitchen there was no other way or no other reason to go down that way so essentially he was getting he was yelling at us or like reprimanding us for wanting a midnight snack for exactly what he wanted and then i think it's because we were using all of the la philadelphia i think that's what it was he was like these girls are eating the food i want and he's like listen you shouldn't be here this late at night which is really funny because my grandmother would do that i'm eating pomegranate seeds last night and she goes Lane, it's so late at night. It's the worst time to eat. I go, Grandma, it's fruit. Turn around and watch the news. I feel like it wasn't even, it was like nine. It really wasn't that late. But yeah, that is something I will never forget about that trip to Italy was like that no-no. Memory. Partially because we were getting yelled at and partially because it was a great memory. Yeah, it was so good. So good. <sighs> She's not going to scratch your butt, Nova. Come here. Yeah, I will not touch you. I hope you guys could hear Nova like whining in the background. Um, but yeah, that... I hope that we end up going on that trip with the generation soon and I can vlog it because that would be something. Well, eventually, three years time, hopefully I will have a real job and we'll have an actual income. And, and I, by then, can... will be such a big travel vlogger. I'll just have them give us the villa. Exactly. And then we can go and we could leave everyone else here. See, this is where manifestation comes and in. And we can just go. That'd well, I don't want to leave it. Wait, you don't want to bring them? I feel like they'll just weigh us down. 
Oh, well, listen, we'll just say two extra weeks. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you, Alessandra. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to have you on again once you're an attorney. I'm so glad I caught you on your spring break because I know you never would have had time for this otherwise. Yeah, probably not. Well, thank you for taking hours out of your spring break to do this. No, this was awesome. It's much better than sitting in a hotel room when your boyfriend is food poisoning. That's a whole other story. We could <laughs> a whole other story. Could you? That's the kind of luck you've been having lately. You get five days off. And your boyfriend gets food poisoning, so you hear him vomiting and shitting his pants simultaneously. Happy spring break. Yeah, love you, Steph. <laughs> hey, Steph, if you made it this far, um, I don't know. You can't You're comment. great. You're great. You're great. We're glad you don't have food poisoning anymore. And I'm glad you go to the gym. I love you. <laughs> I would say normally, like, follow Alessandra, but your Instagram's private, so. Yeah, I don't. So don't follow Alessandra. Follow my LinkedIn. <laughs> Add her, me on LinkedIn. Hook her up with a legal let's, let's job connect. if you have one. <laughs> I check LinkedIn probably more than any other social media, which is sad. I love you guys. Thank you all. If you made it this far, you're actually my favorite. Follow all over the place at MP3 on Instagram. And my Instagram's is Lena Baina. Alessandra is a little more close to the chest. She won't, she won't accept you. Don't even add her on Instagram. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Love you, Alessandra. Love you too. Bye. Bye.